can actually hear. Uh, no, you're actually... Okay, I, again, I have to silence my phone. How many times have we done this? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're... you're team, team Snapchat is making me mad. The one time you decide to actually use the socials. Hey, man, I told you last time I was making a conceited effort to uh, increase my social media presence. Mm -hmm. And by God, I have. Well, I want everything now. Instagram. Job. Oh, I got to follow you there. Jacob was like, oh, I'm his first follower. Why aren't you following him? Yes, and I, was like, I think he actually was. just made it. <laughs> I don't even know, because it was. It kept asking me, like, do you want to sync your contacts? Like, that'd be really easy. But at the same don't time, if somebody did that to me, I would hate them. No, absolutely. Is it what? What do you what do you say not to do? Is there another reason why? Oh no, just because then pe pe then it'll show you people that you know all the time. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, which isn't a bad Yeesh. thing. But like, I know for me, like on TikTok, it always asks me, "Hey, do you want to sync your contacts?" I'm like, "No, I don't want people looking at my stuff. Leave me alone." Yeah, that's... <laughs> uh, but then people. Yeah. If people have it where they show their contacts, then you know you'll still show up for them. Um, and so that's how people keep finding me and I'm like, bro, leave me alone. Uh, or in like, ah. it'll be like, but it'll also be like, uh, it'll show like recommended people to follow. And instead of it being like, they're in your contact, it'll be like, you're in their contact and half the people on there. I'm like, who are you? Wow. Dude, the power of social media is terrifying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Insane. How do they know? They know everything. They do know everything. It's kind of gross. <laughs> Well, we should probably preface this by saying that we're pre-recording this one because uh, of scheduling issues over the next two weeks. Not on my part. Well, yes, yes. Unfortunately, I have been hired. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> I got a temporary job being a chauffeur slash behind-the-scenes videographer for a... a an unnamed musician who I'm not sure if I should name or if I should... I feel like that might I guess cause I could some probably problems. Name it, right? Well, no, I mean, yeah. I was, I'm putting stuff on social media about it. That's true, that's true. I mean... He's not like, like a podunk kind of guy. He's a, a well-standing individual in the, the musical community. Yeah. He's gone on tours before. And his name is Scott Collins. Scott Collins. Scott Collins. You can look him up. Uh... He has socials, and boy, I do not remember them. You're, you know, you're doing a, a very, very bad job. Yeah, you know what? I I, I regret everything here. Um, what kind of music does Scott Collins do? People keep asking me that, and I keep trying to explain it to them. You really just have to... You want me to just link this to you? Sure, yeah. He... Okay, Scott Collins. We should also put it just in the link of uh, <laughs> the video. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, that could totally work. No, actually, put that Let's at the see. bottom. That's what we'll do every 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 week. We'll put a different link at the bottom of the video. Well, that would require us to have a different link at the bottom. We can just find something. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm sure we can find something just randomly. Scott songs. There, okay. Sound I linked it to you. Yet very modern, and he delivers them with a sense of urgency. The music has that mixed-up blend of beats and influences that it seems can only happen in Austin. The songs stay with you, and that's a good sign. By someone from Austin City Limits. The executive producer of Austin City Limits, actually. Yes. That's a very big person. And he's sponsored by... Well, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Goyaki, Yerba Mate. You're doing great. You're doing great. Yes, yes. Someday we'll have our own sponsor. One day. That's not us. We're sponsoring ourselves. Hey, we got to sponsor. I don't know. I got nothing. It all starts somewhere is what you were probably yeah, trying to say. Probably, yes, yes, probably. Absolutely. So this one is going to be the, the takeaway from what I was talking about is that this is going to be just as absolutely um, nonsensical as every single other one. Mm -mm. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm going but to... the details on what I'm actually going to be doing mm -hmm. is, uh, so I'm going on tour with this guy. Correct. It's a solo acoustic tour, and he's going around to like, uh, like twenty four. Uh, it's two weeks, so like fourteen 
uh, to yeah, like fourteen ish different cities, uh, to do tours in various places as well as other events. Like he has a, a radio interview that he's doing. Yeah. And uh, it's it's my job to get him there and to capture the documentary of what it's like, and not necessarily a documentary, but like if I if I decided to do that, I could easily make a documentary over this. Yeah. And I'm very tempted to because I have the capacity, I have the cameras, and I have the the know-how. I mean, I and, say you know, why when not? all that comes together. Yeah, yeah, right. When all that comes together. At the end of the day, why not do it? And also, it'll be good for your little repertoire as well. My little repertoire? What, little is very subjective here. I'm not saying that your repertoire is little. I'm just saying your repertoire. God. I have never, ever been more offended in my life. Well, I'm sorry you chose to be offended by the words I said. Chose? Chose? Yeah. It's a physiological response. Well, stop it. <laughs> Okay. Uh huh. There, I have suppressed my emotions. Yeah, you're pretty good at doing that. That's the sound of me <laughs> bottling up my emotions and putting them on the shelf. <laughs> They're very heavy. I have to raise them. It requires my entire body to lift them up above my head. It's a good thing you've been working out and doing squats, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Shot <laughs> Talks Slam so, sponsored by Squattage. <laughs> Squattage is that our new subscription based telling people to squat service? Absolutely. What's that? You don't like how big your butt is? Just do some squats <laughs> and you'll get a bigger one. <laughs> do you wanna? It's like it's like the Duolingo, but for working out. Oh, absolutely. And we actually have people with lead pipes on standby. Yeah. So if you're, it's part of the advertising campaign. Yeah, we definitely have enough money to pay them. Don't ask them about it though. Yeah, yeah. Well, we pay them in squats. Yeah, <laughs> we have other people that are threatening them. We pay them in. If they don't work for promises. us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we string them along with the concepts of uh, of uh, uh, exposure and popularity. Absolutely. And then eventually, when they don't get it, they move on. But we've got like six months of free activity out of them. At least. There you go. That's welcome to the modern era of social media influencing. Yeah, some of them just keep coming back, and it's like, why? I mean, but we can't get rid of them. I mean, really, they 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 thrive on the concept of their kneecaps about to be broken. No, you're right. You're right. Some people just need I mean, that. We extra tell them push. that. Yeah, we tell them we have somebody in the next room at any given moment, and even if they go and like call our bluff and check, you know, we just excuses. We got not that room. The next room. They're in the closet. Yeah, you can check every they're, room. They're the underneath house, the floorboards. You'll, you'll never find them because we're always exactly. One step but ahead. they're there. But they're there. Yeah. And if that fails, then we also have a sniper posted on a roof across the street. Yeah. You know your neighbor. And your mortars, neighbor Tom. Even further beyond that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> it would make it worse if they were in an apartment complex. It's like you never know what room they're coming out of. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Staying in a motel? Well. You're you better hope they don't kick that door open, because, boy, <laughs> you are about to get absolutely kneecapped, sir. I... <laughs> yes. And this is the modern events that we come here to talk about. Yes. I mean, I guess there's not much new modern events, as you know. We literally can't really do anything new. New at, modern events. At, okay. The, the timeline day. here is we recorded yesterday. I don't remember much of what we talked about on that podcast, Here, I can look but I guarantee quick. you it wasn't modern events. We no, talked about no. Riz or something. That's a modern <laughs> event. Yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah, we've covered every modern event out there. The only modern event that matters. It's the Riz, yeah. Weird how it sticks around. We can't even do meme of the week because it hasn't been meme. It hasn't been a week. It hasn't been, no, you're right. It hasn't say. been meme. <laughs> it, hasn't been a, it hasn't been memed yet, literally. Let's see. Unless you saw something between yesterday and today. No, I don't see anything ever. How up to date are you on meme culture? Not at all. I barely even have a meme repertoire at the moment. That's my word today. Uh, that's where I'm gonna have. That's gonna be my thing. I'm gonna have a word of the day or word of the week. My word is repertoire. Because I've said it like five times already. It's a bad word. You're just hyper fixated on it. So what if I am? It's the word of the week. You should, 
that's the pick point. Pick a word that nobody would know. Repertoire I know. Pick okay. How about this? Pick a word that I wouldn't know. Then you can explain it to me, and I can be your audience. So you all you have to do is guess what word I don't know, and it'll be a smash success. With your massive skull of brainage. I told you about my hat problems and confidence. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, I can't say raise because we already. Figured that out. Yep, yep. I told you that one. Really, you're stealing my bit here. I no, told no, no, you no, that no, 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 no. Well, I mean, yeah, you told me it, but I already knew about it. Well, yes, yes, but I explained it. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Fine, fine, fine. Here's what we'll do. How about this? We'll just go word of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think Merriam-Webster. Yeah, Merriam-Webster does it, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to do, uh, uh, I don't know. This is lame. I know this word. Give me another one. Um, give me tomorrow's word of the day. Ah, here's one. I have no idea. Hold on. Neva. No. Neve. What did you call me? This is a... Oh, Neve. Thank you, Merriam-Webster. Why did that... Okay. Tell me what Neve means. Can I, can I get a, uh... No. Okay. No. No. Do it. How do, you, do it now. How do you spell that? How do you spell that? In E apostrophe to the top. V E apostrophe to the Are top. You with the accent marks? <laughs> That's God's comma. That's God's comma right there. Um, neve. Uh, well, it sounds like it's of maybe Italian or Latin origin. Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh, let me just control F. Origin. Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing about its origin. Oh. Yep, I got it. I got it. Where's it from? What did you say? I Where's said it Italian from? Italian or Latin origin? Wrong. R- uh, wrong. Was I close? Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Y- uh, you said Latin origin? Yeah. Latin origin is the origin of any Anglo language. So out therefore, there. I wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> you can't pick. Ah, uh, yes. All of our. All, you know what? You could have said caveman. Caveman would have been just as accurate as Latin. Oh, my God. Fine. Spanish. No. French. No. Wait, yes. Ah. <laughs> You're close. It's Swiss. It's a Swiss dialect. I don't know French. Swiss. I don't know anything about Swiss. It's French, but the French that they speak in Switzerland. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So it's a dialect. Does that in information French. does that information that it's uh, Swiss help you kind of give a give a an angle as to what this word might actually mean? Well, a lot of Swiss words are related to food, right? I don't know. Okay, food? I've been to, that's, I suppose that's a fair... I've been to Ikea like once. Oh, Ikea. Right. You're American. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I am. Um, I'm just going to spitball here and say neve. Uh, oh, is it a noun? Or a verb? It is a noun. That is, yes, it is a noun. Oh, God. Do you want me to use it in a sentence? It, sure, yeah. Oh, this is going to ruin it. After years of compaction, the constant pressure eventually transforms neve... Into glacial ice. Oh, so it's a, uh, it's some kind of form of water. Or <laughs> <laughs> yes, loosely a form of water. Is yeah. it just water? And that it can also be liquid. It can be. Is it just a water? <laughs> it can be a gaseous form. So it's just water. No, it's not just water. It's, it's a, a form body of water. of water. It's snow. It's a go. It's a field of course granular snow no now jonathan jonathan Uh uh-huh how am i supposed to know that i would have accepted snow and then i told you the the sentence of the constant pressure what how do you think glacial ice is formed uh when water turns to ice clearly (laughs) which is not wrong i'm gonna I'm gonna break my monitor. It's in the same. It's in the same realm of Latin origin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there was the word of the day bit. You know what? I took that over, and I'm sorry. Next time, you can take it over. How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I, ever... I see this bit forever into your hands. Yeah, you better. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! I think all these other words we both know, anyways. That's very possible. I mean, I had to go back one day in the Merriam-Webster to not know something. Yeah. Oh. So <laughs> it's very possible they have a lot got it, that got I it. don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that was Word of the Day. Woo. Yes. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm beginning to think I, that every time we record, we're going to have a different segment that's completely That's unrelated. very possible. 
I mean, I was thinking that we should do like a, uh, you know what? I'll save that for the next time. I'll save that bit that I was, <laughs> that I write was it down, write it down this time for the next time. No, well, I've been thinking about it since we started and it was like, this is a stupid idea. Is this a stupid idea? It's kind of grown on me as I, as I continue to oh, rationalize it in my head. That sounds about right. That's, that's how it kind of how it goes with a lot I, of my, what? everything. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry. Um, what? So, you, I don't know if this counts as the current events, but it is an event that is current right now in my I'll life. I'll be the judge of that, and it sounds like that's a current event. Oh, okay, but to you. Specifically an event that just happened in my life. Uh, okay, I'll take that within the context, and I'll judge you harshly all right. by the end of it. So, for those who may or may not know, I happen to be a black man. Can can you confirm Oh, this? I'm sorry. <gasps> thank you. The thank shock. You. Yes, yes, uh, yes, and if you aren't aware of that, we have a whole episode about that on Lamala John. Um. <laughs> That's true. Our hit reality sitcom show. Yeah, sitcom reality TV show. Um, anyways, and so I'll be bored sometimes, and I also need some friends. So I'll just go on the interwebs and, you know, just talk to strangers sometimes, right? Something that I... hope I... you give them all of your uh, proper information. Yeah, mm-hmm. my my name, my identification number, my social security, credit card, everything. Yeah, because that's yep. the only way you can make real friends. Ain't that right? Right. That's how you make uh, real social connections. Ex- exactly. Social security, social connections, same thing. Yes, um, that's why it's social. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, you know, I uh, side note, just found out that the Secret Service is also the SS. I'm, just like that makes just sense. Just like the Nazis. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Did not see same that acronyms. Coming. You know. Oh, well, you know that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please continue your meeting black people online story. No, no, no. I'm not meeting black people. I'm a black person meeting people online. Oh, okay. Um, and something that which uh for those who may not be a minority or uh be black may not have to endure is people being weird towards black people. Um. Can you define being weird? What is being well, weird for example, in this context? This person who I was chatting it up with uh, just told me, um, it's been nice talking to you. You're my first and only black friend. Oh. Yeah. So, that kind of... Ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for those who are not really akin to black people or African Americans... Uh, or African people either. Just don't say stuff like that. It's very off-putting, and it makes people not want to interact with you anymore. Because, for one, it makes it seem like you're only talking to me because I'm a black person. And two, oh. <laughs> uh, depending on the context, it could mean a lot worse for me in the long run. A lot worse for you? Yes. Yes. You mean that they might find, they might make more black friends? No, more so the connotations of, you're my first and only black friend. Oh, Because one, oh, I could I end see. up being the token black friend. Uh, right. Or they right. could end up, you know, catching feelings, getting a crush, because, you know, the Riz is strong with this one. Um, yeah, yeah. And then that could turn into being fetishized uh, as a black person, ah. which is a very common thing, which is very unfortunate. Right, yeah. I'm trying to remember back to uh, when we first met. I don't think I said that, but I, I put probably it said you. something else equally as uh, foot-in-the-mouthy. I mean, to be fair, you already had uh, a multitude of friends of various uh, skin colors at the time. I did? I think so. Probably. I mean, your roommates, at least. That's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, See, I, <laughs> I I was thinking like, oh, you know what I should do is like think of what skin color all of my friends are. It's like, you know what? Never mind. It's probably it's probably it. a good way to do it because you don't want to just have a checklist, damn it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because then it's like, are you actually friends with them to be friends with them, or are you friends with them because you know they fill your quota? You know, like schools do, <laughs> like colleges do. I- yeah, I don't think I've ever uh, friendshiped via. Oh gosh, what is the what is the word for it? Uh, uh, diversity hire. I didn't diversity hire any of my friends. Yeah, there it is. Everybody that I'm friends with, I'm friends with because they're 
good people and we get along. Mm-hmm. You sure? <laughs> Awkward silence following that. <laughs> it's a real, uh, I'm serious. It's a real wholesome moment right there. I bared my soul. Hey, man, I'm not used to you uh, having feelings and emotions, so this is kind of weird for me. Okay, all right, let me bottle them up again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Is, is that you suffocating them down? <laughs> okay, they're gone again. They're yeah. gone? Yeah, okay. I mean, that was a very long time when you were my token black friend. Don't say that. It's like I needed someone. You literally, I needed someone. You literally had a roommate that you were friends I had with. a Mexican friend. Oh, God, you're making this worse for yourself. <laughs> I'm going to try to stop you now, but however you continue from here, just you know what you're doing, and you're doing it on purpose. I don't know what you're talking about. You know exactly what I, I'm talking about. I am a soulless machination. Well, you know what? Bring those feelings back out. Can't. They're bottled up. They're on well, the shelf. Well, then I'm going to open forever. I got a bottle opener right here. Well, that, that, not in that kind of bottle. All right. I got, I got, I got one right here. You hear it? It's... The the visual is more like a jelly jar or a, a jam jar. Oh, oh! I can open those easy. No, no, you can't. Trust me. No, I wait cranked a that thing. I mean, but hasn't, hasn't we're going to need to get a real man to open it? At first some point. of all, first of all, <laughs> hasn't there been multiple times where you haven't been able to open up a can of something while I was there and I opened up easily? I will never admit to that. Oh, and but you know it's true. Especially not on a recording. But you know it's true. Yeah, I'm denying it. Never happened. You can deny it, but it's still the truth. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, so therefore, truth you is need subjective. a real man. Boom! Look at them guns. You can't see them, but they're there. <laughs> yes, I'm just imagining. We'll we'll hire someone to do an animation of you flexing in post. Hell yeah. Those noodly arms. I know. Noodly. Exactly what's happening. First of all, first of all, we both know that I've, I'm the furthest thing from noodle arms. Thank you. I'll take fat arms even, but noodle? That's so rude. I was genuinely upset when somebody said you had bigger shoulders than me. I, I got do. pissed off for like for like a day. That the rest of that day I was like, that's not true. That's not true at all. It's like, but he is wearing a his shirt's wider than mine is. I'm I I literally built like a football player. I was mad. I was mad. <laughs> what that I that someone perceived me as more macho than you? No. What's your what's your no. fragile masculinity threatened? My the uh, my big selling point is my size. Uh huh. I'm a behemoth. You friend. are. You you're a very large man. You're very tall. I, built like a football player. Liar. You're like four foot four. First of all, oh, I almost said some words. Uh, <laughs> it's five foot five. Thank you. And I will wear that with pride to the day I die, because I'm so short. But What's I've been the told... extra foot. It doesn't matter. You're all down there to me. Are you sure? Uh huh. That's fine. I'll. I got someone ready to bust your kneecaps now. <laughs> you brought this upon yourself, Isaiah. You listen here. I've been told I look like I play football. I should have played football by almost everybody I've met. How many yeah. people have said that to you? Uh, well, I literally was on the football team Excuses. for about a week. A, a week? week in high school. Yes. Yes. A week. We started conditioning, and then apparently I had asthma or something. But I think it was 12-year-old me yawning pretty hard. That sounds about right. Yeah. Not really... I did have a wheezy, uh, a wheezy wheezy, though. A wheezy wheezy? <laughs> <laughs> I never got an inhaler, though, so not true. But my family does have a history of asthma. So it's not unheard of. Is that a genetic thing, or is it something that just develops? I... I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you one thing about asthma. Well, good thing that Except we that live you in have to use an inhaler. 2023, and we have the World Wide Web. We're really going to research asthma right I'm now? I'm doing it. Is as- How about this? It's really I the think first, I have asthma. It's the first I live- result. Oh, okay. okay. Look, I don't think I have asthma because I live right now in a place surrounded by cedar trees. Mm-hmm. I can't keep my car washed for a week because every time I do... It's covered in pollen in a week. Welcome to Texas. Yep, especially where I live. Cedar trees. Yeah, no. Everywhere. Cedar down there is awful, dude. It is. It is. It really is. But the point is, I'm not dying. Not anymore yet? I don't know. Ever. I've never been allergic to cedar. Oh. That makes one Luckily of for me. That makes one of us. But, yep. rewinding a bit, asthma, uh, we don't know the exact causes of it yet. 
but research has shown that it, both genetics and environmental factors are involved. Boom. I'm predisposed. You like using big words, huh? Predisposed <laughs> is a very standard <laughs> medical term. You see, this is okay. All right, for word of the for word of the week, pick whatever word you want. I guarantee you, you will not find a word I don't know. Is it, I'm calling that bet right is it now. Bad that the first word that came to my mind was hoagie. <laughs> I know what a hoagie is. Um, Hoagie's a sandwich. It's like a fake sub. I thought it was just a name for a sub. Your word of the week is bad. Pick a harder one. Okay, gosh, jeez. Neve. That was a cheap one. That's not even English. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It is. No, it's, it's, a, it's a, okay. We borrowed it, like the like the Japanese language borrows hot dog. Yeah. For a hot dog, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. I it's still guess. Japanese. Whatever. All right. Let's see. Let's look up SAT words. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no. The word of the week bit is over. We did that already. No, it you was brought it back Nevei. up. You Oh, for next week. I'm up. setting it up for next week. Okay. The rivalry has begun. I point me, uh-huh. Neve. You didn't know that. <laughs> no point you, hoagie. I knew what a hoagie was. I defined what a hoagie was. You know what? We're going to fact check it now. <laughs> fact check it what? Hoagie? Yeah. Oh my god. Hoagie. Fine, you fact check that. I'm gonna look up something legitimate. World news. <laughs> Dress like a cabbage. It's the first thing that popped up when I looked what at it. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Oh. Surviving the world's coldest city. You should dress like a cabbage. You know, they had an opportunity to go with onion and yeah. didn't. Because Shrek. No, absolutely. And there is my segue into talking about last year's best animated movie that is definitely going to win a lot of awards. Oh, I see it all over the place. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I still need to watch that it. That movie is amazing. I, there is nothing about that movie that is bad. I, sh- I dare someone out there to tell me something bad about that movie, and I will be able to go, wrong, you're wrong, everything's amazing. The animation, amazing. The models, amazing. The voice acting, okay, there might be a point. But it's totally acceptable. Everything about the voice acting is also awesome. The score, ah, chef's kiss. I listen to that score daily. It's got some of the best songs. The guy that did it, Heitor Pereira, also did Minions. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I know people kind of dog on the Minions franchise, but it's got some very redeeming moments in there. Absolutely. I show you to watch all the stuff, but I haven't. Yes, I'm currently almost up to date. I have to watch, like, the last two Despicable Me movies. Where did you watch it at? What do you mean, where do I watch it like, at? Like, did you go to the movies to watch Puss in Boots? Or? Yes, I watched oh. it. I watched it in theaters, yeah. And want to watch it again. I want to buy it, actually. It's one of the only movies I want to buy. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. I still need to watch good. it. My brain the other day was like, I want to watch a Puss in Boots movie, and I whooped up Disney Plus because I forgot that it's DreamWorks because yeah yeah, and so I was like, where the hell is it at? And that's when I realized, oh, that's when I ended up watching uh, Strange World instead. Which yeah, I agree. Which uh, yeah. is actually a pretty good movie. It's a nice little feel good movie actually. Yeah. Um, Oh, you're back. Cool. I am back. Yeah, we heard everything. <laughs> ah, yes. But no, it's a nice little feel-good movie. Um, I feel like it's not extraordinary in any sense. Um, what was the... Uh, what was the... Uh, I gave it a little... Like a quick little synopsis. Which was... Um, basically, the relationship between fathers and sons of multiple generations are tested uh, when the sake of their whole world is at stake. No idea. I have no idea. Oh, that's what that's the synopsis I gave it. You gave it? Yeah. Wait, you've seen this movie? Yeah, Strange World. The, oh, uh, oh, oh, the 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 Disney animated yeah. one. Oh, okay, that's yes. What I was yes, about. I saw that as well. I saw that as well. Yeah, no, I said it wasn't really extraordinary or anything. It just felt like a normal Disney movie, honestly. Where did you put this on Letterboxd? No. Uh I just said this Absolute to, Monster. I just said it to Caleb because he had asked about it. Stand by, stand by. 
Are you putting this on okay. the box? <laughs> well, yes, of course I did, because I do all my movies. Oh, you uh, <laughs> Yes, would you like me to... Uh, what did you think of it? What would you rate it out of five? Uh, with half stars being possible. Give me a ten. Give me a ten. Out of ten? Out of ten. Um, I'd give it a seven and a half. Seven point five. A seven and a half. Okay. Yeah, I feel like... Well, I don't really have anything else to like the base rate off of, though. Like... Cause I, I okay okay no that's actually a very valid uh uh point to bring up because yeah. I think a lot of people judge movies totally differently yeah um I, I tell you the way that I do it is generally like it's sort of a uh a, a, a couple of factors with the primary one being is this movie the best that it could possibly be yeah and in that context how does it square up against other movies that I feel like missed the mark slightly or totally nailed it yeah. or other movies that had similar features to this uh so like for example strange world i rated it uh right at three stars 60 percent three, out of uh, three five stars three out of five, out of five i should say oh, okay three out of five three out of five so uh, six out of ten uh mainly because i just loved the art style and no, no it's beautiful the I, the ideas on display the the you know, all the all, I loved looking at all the strange creatures and everything. Yeah. Oh, actually, now I think about it, I think I might take it down to like a six. Actually, mm. um, only because while it was a good movie, um, and especially like all the art and the colorfulness and the designs of the creatures and just all the stuff, um, it had to compete with Avatar, which does kind uh, of a yeah. very similar thing. They, they are in similar niches, I would say. So it's kind of <laughs> like, which one are we going to go see if we had to choose one or the other one? This movie that has been uh, like something that's been anticipated for literal like years, like yep. probably damn near a decade, or mm -hmm. this Disney well, movie. Well, 2009 looks, was the original. So I, over I a decade, I think. Yeah. Or this 12 years. Disney movie that looks you know cool, but we don't really know much about it. I mean, I also think uh, it, it it didn't do very well. I know that in in the box office, and I yeah. think partially that's because of Disney uh, sort of sandbagged it a little bit. Yeah, which I've seen a lot of people attribute to the uh, uh, LGBT themes inside of it. Understood. I mean, I I can see that, but at the same time, I feel like this is the first Disney movie where they didn't make it like a spectacle. Or like something crazy or weird. They made it like it was a normal thing. I, I thought they handled it really wholesomely. Absolutely. Th there are some times when I see it and I just cringe. And it's like, dude, this is this is diversity higher. Yeah. But this one didn't really give me that feel. Yeah. It was just like, oh yeah, this is totally how this character, these characters are. Absolutely. Like I, I love the... Uh, the Oh, I forget the the not the oh man not the dad not the grandfather but the yeah. dad yeah no I, I love his like searcher. interactions with searcher. his son yes yeah. searcher yes yes I love the name I was like oh this is this is hilarious yeah no it it very much gave like a like true it felt like a real family it, it was, was the the dad vibes were like very hardcore. realistic there yeah and like the um what's his name searcher's kid uh his whole just him as a whole just felt very realistic too which you don't see a lot in Disney movies, mm -hmm. uh, which I thought was good, especially with the whole, you know, being embarrassed by dad and, you know, having a crush on somebody. Um, right. And all that stuff. But I'll say that when uh, the grandfather uh, was interacting with the grandson and he was talking about, uh, like, his crush and his issues with him and being awkward and stuff, I was scared that was going to be a point in the movie where it was going to be, like, a, a generational thing where the LGBTness was going to be a problem. Yeah, they didn't go with that. Which it was actually kind of surprising. Absolutely, uh, which also just kind of solidified even further that uh, the main conflict was between Searcher and his dad, which is really cool. Yes, that that was actually one of the things that was weird. Yeah, was that they had they had a lot of main characters in this. Yeah, when they didn't need to, they could have gone with far less, and it would have. Been a little more concise, I think. Yeah. Which is, you know, one of the reasons why I rated it uh, sort of th three out of five is like right down the middle of the road. Yeah. Quote, unquote. 
because it's like, oh, this movie was like 60 out of 100, which isn't which isn't a good score, right? That's, that's, that's like failing. an F in failing. <laughs> but because of this weird, this, the way the scale is used in the modern era, if you get like a 20%, your movie is terrible. If you get a 60% or above, it's like, okay, like you got... You were a good enough movie that people didn't go, this movie's bad, 20% or below. Yeah. Nobody ever rates 30, 40, 50. It's like 60 and up. Mm. It's yeah. very strange. It's very annoying. But, I, I mean, the, the, they, had, they made a lot of weird choices in the movie, uh, especially with transitions were another thing that I yeah. really, really got fed up with. Because they did the kind of Star Wars thing where yeah. they would do really colorful, flashy transitions. But then they'd also do it right in the middle of an important scene. Yeah, yeah, absolutely that. Uh, like the, the, move, the, the bit that still is in my, in my brain right now is when they crash. Spoiler alert, everybody. When they crash. We should probably and, put that, uh, uh, said that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little too late for that now. When they when they crash land, right, and then Searcher gets knocked out of the of the ship. Yeah. And then meets his dad. He the, there was like two scenes going on at once, right? There was yeah. them at the ship, and then there was Searcher and his dad. Yeah, and his dad. And they kept transitioning between the two. But like every time it would it would be the energy is in the scene is building, it's building, it's building, we hit a climax and we cut away. It's like, yeah. whoa, 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 that's not how this works. You have to show me how the scene ends. And they try to just continue leave. from it when they come back, but it's the energy yes. is not there at all. It's like you're totally just jumping into some random scene. I don't know who the editor was for this movie, mm -hmm. but you made some questionable decisions, my friend. They definitely uh, could have done each scene individual. <laughs> And it would yes, have been perfectly I, fine. It would have been it would have been better, in my opinion. Granted, I don't have a job editing giant yeah. theatrical release movies, so take my opinion with a grain of salt. But as the person that you're trying to impress with your uh, uh, artistic ability, I'm not saying you know. I, I, this is all sounding like I'm. I really think highly of myself, but as <laughs> one of the audience members. Try to consider my feelings, huh? Oh lord! I don't want you to cut away from the climax of a scene. This is why this is why I watch like even bad movies. This is why I love watching bad movies because there's always stuff to learn from them. Yeah. And that to me was one of the major takeaways. Mhm. Mm just because my other major co uh, uh, complaint with it is kind of just a nitpick and it had to do with how fast their technology progressed. Yeah, it didn't even like it was within the same generation. Yeah, they went from what I'm assuming. Granted, we didn't see their society before they discovered electricity. But I'm assuming but it wasn't very. I thought know. it was medieval. Like I would assume maybe, maybe if anything, maybe like eighteen, uh, not eighteen hundreds, like seventeen hundreds, yeah. somewhere in that era. Then they discovered electricity, and twenty years later, have an entire society built around it. <laughs> And it starts to fail, and so then they progress further, right? That's and why at the it's end a strange of the movie, world. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the movie, when their electricity is failed, they go and develop wind turbines to continue their electricity. I literally looked up the timeline on Earth. Okay, first of all, okay. first of all, <laughs> these characters, especially like Searcher, right, mm -hmm. isn't portrayed as a brilliant scientific individual. He's literally a farmer. He's a dude. He's a dude that was like, wow, I, I think... And he had like a kind of wild idea that was like, hey, this actually might be usable, these electricity plants. This is like an energy. Maybe we can harness this. Great. Very cool. He developed the technology for that. Voila. I'm willing to accept that. It shouldn't have taken 20 years for that to happen because on Earth, electricity was discovered in 1752. Mm-hmm. In 1752, and we didn't fully integrate it with society forever. Yeah. And wind turbines were invented in 1887, 135 years later. Do you know who discovered electricity? <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. This dude and Searcher are like the same mental capacity. And I'm looking at it and I'm going, that's not possible. That's not possible. Uh, Benjamin Franklin is, is, I don't even know what his IQ was, 
but the dude was insane. Searcher I is like will... a dad that accidentally discovered a, a, a semi-average dad that accidentally discovered electricity. I, I know this won't alter it too much, but it doesn't seem one of the, the big things is that everyone in that town kind of seemed to welcome change and wasn't yeah. stuck in their ways. To be fair, <laughs> that's another good. <laughs> Where and... was that dude going? Sitting in the background, going, "This is gonna give us cancer." Yeah, it didn't seem like they even had, you know, like, organized religion to hold everybody back either. So there's yes. also that. Yeah. Um, it so was I mean, a weird utopia society. It could be. That that's people were just, like, Earth super inclusive like. the whole time. No, yeah, there is no <laughs> problems with the, uh, in the town, which something doesn't feel right about that, <laughs> realistically speaking. Yes, yes. They could have, like, oh, gosh. See, this is this is why it's like, yeah, this is kind of a nitpick. Because if you go like, yeah, none of this is important to the plot, then it still functions on its own. Mm-hmm. But it still bothered me at the end of it, looking at it and going, well, I, I don't understand. I don't understand how they invented wind turbines so fast. How did they go, well, we know how to harvest this plant. Why don't we harvest the wind? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, something that did uh, uh, get on my nerves, I guess. You know, Disney. Disney's staple thing is having... Animal sidekicks. Yeah, yeah. This movie had two animal sidekicks. That's true. Which but was, one of them was like the side sidekick. Yeah, the dog. <laughs> the dog <laughs> was like just, that. Yeah, well, contractually, just there. <laughs> contractually, we're obligated to have a dog sidekick. But because it's Strange World and we have the ability to have a little blue blob, let's mm-hmm. do that too. Yeah, and I just feel like. The, the friendship that was made between the little blob and uh, the grandson was not organic. Um, just because it just felt really rushed. It was literally like, yeah. oh no, I got hurt. Here, let me let me help you. And then it was like, thanks. But I'm still going to feed you to my friends. Actually, you know what? I changed my mind. You're actually kind of a cool guy. And I feel right. like I feel like a lot of these creatures were very instinctual they weren't really personalized outside of this one creature which made me think why is this the only creature that's got any kind of personality to it or any kind of i guess thought process to it other than this is what my role is i have to fulfill this role well i think actually that character in particular there was one other there was the red one remember yeah and he also had a personality did he Mm-hmm. He was we only there saw for like it. one scene. Yes, we only saw it very briefly. But in the context of like, okay, here, here basically just reveal the entire uh, twist. At this here. point, yeah. In the in the concept of it being like a body, right? Yeah. Uh, it's sort of a more intelligent version of like a white blood cell. Because I I think that was what the the. Or is that, uh, I thought I thought the uh, the, devour the devourers or whatever things, their names. Yeah, were. I thought those were white blood cells. Yes, yes, but that's like the that little dude is like the one that tells those what to what is a problem. Yeah. You, you're trying to bite me again. Get get out of here. Oh, I didn't do nothing. I, just, I have a very on and off relationship with this with the other cat that lives here, Leland. Oh. She's like oh oh. Ah, pet me, pet me, pet me. Don't pet me like that. <laughs> I will bite you. That sounds like cats, to be fair. And smack me. She slaps me all the time. <laughs> so rude. My goodness. Yeah, that totally derailed my train of thought. Man, why don't we make a second podcast where we just talk about movies? I've been thinking about doing a movie uh, review thing, mm-hmm. like a visual or audio-based one, for a, for a very long time. Yeah. You know, I write. I, I see movies all the time, and I write down my thoughts on them. And I'm, I'm maybe not the most qualified individual, but mm-hmm. I have thoughts. People, people, I discuss these thoughts with people. Yeah. I mean, like, I think why not monetize cool. it? You know, with like I do with everything in my life. <clears throat> the desperate desire to uh, create passive streams of income using things that I'm passionate about. I mean, I feel like that's just the American dream. It pretty much is. It's to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. Absolutely. Ah, excuse me. God almighty. What'd you call me? 
I didn't call you nothing. Oh, you called me God Almighty. Thank you. I didn't call you nothing. I feel like you're just confused. Yeah, you know what? I usually am. That's probably accurate. Oh, that sounds like a you problem. I mean, why? I lied. I lied. I'm never how, confused. How dare you lie to me like I, that? I'm, I'm always we on. we were friends. My brain runs at a mile a minute. Well, never mind. That was going to be mean. Um... <laughs> Say it. Say no, it's it. cool. The moment's passed. The moment's passed. You've seen me bottle it up. I know how to bottle. I got to do it one more time for the. No, I'll, make it three times. Three that's, times that's in one like, episode. That's like your limit. You can only do it like three times a day. Well, that's that. Yeah, yeah. That that's about right. After that, so I you, have... you don't have any more bottles to to hold anything. So I won't. I won't make you bottle it up anymore. She's back. The cat. You. Yeah. You just tried to hit me, and bite me, and you you quietly hissed at me, and yet here you are again. She sounds like me. <laughs> Maybe I'm it's a, a problem cat. that you're. She's just so soft. I can't resist. She literally knows what she's doing. She's a monster. She also has an air tag on her because she's escaped before. Oh God. She, she just kind of. She left the house at one point and mm-hmm. then uh, just kind of hung around for a little while, hmm. and then returned. Well, I mean. At least she caused, I mean, it caused untold panic. That sounds about right. It just kind of came back when she got hungry. At least she knows how to get back. Some yeah, cats well, she, she knows where the food is. That's fair. But she got to hang out with... Uh, we have two stray cats mm. out here as well. I used to have or, a stray cat. Stray well, cats? I used to have a stray cat. So one of my neighbors... One of, mm. There was actually two neighbors. Um, so the ones who lived right next to us, or the one who lived right next to us, and then the one across the street were both cat ladies. And they loved the stray cats. Um, okay. But then the one who lived next to us passed away, and then her son and, uh, what's it called? Her son and his wife moved in, and they kind of stopped really taking care of the cats. So all the cats went over to the one across the street. Um, and so she just had, like, an army of stray cats in her two houses. Wow. Um, <laughs> And so, like, anytime you went outside, you would see at least one stray cat every few minutes. And the one that I, quote-unquote, adopted in my head um, was a little orange tabby, which, if you know anything about orange tabbies, they're little devils. Uh, but I need yeah, orange Yeah, I had cream. an orange. Mm-hmm. I had an orange tabby. That's, yeah, no, they're they're crazy. But uh, They are. I named it Orange Cream. Uh, I'm not sure what happened to that cat. I think I moved away before it died or anything, so that's cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I never really had a pet of my own outside of a hamster, uh, oh. and then some fish over the years. Uh, but those were kind of like the family fish, and then my sister had her own little aquarium, but she never took care of her fish, so they died. Nice. Yep. She was like six, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a, a myriad of pets. Uh, I grew up with a cat, but this is my first time living with dogs like inside because we had dogs but they were like outside dogs uh when i was a kid Mm -hmm. and so they just kind of were doing their thing out there and just kind of existing and it wasn't really my problem because they were they weren't my pets yeah they were my brother's pets and so it was like okay okay I, i don't need to worry about them very much and so it's been a there's been a major adjustment period of me trying to get used to having these two small white fluff balls that constantly want attention and constantly want to be around us. Yeah. Like, that's not what cats do. Oh, cats are like, not. you don't know where they are until they want you to be with them. Versus the other way around, which is like they are always with us until we don't want to be with them anymore. I see. So basically... Basically, excuse me, what you're saying is you got to get used to the codependency. Yes, yes. And my lord, they are so codependent. Mm. (laughs) They're so needy. They need so much attention and affection all the time. Yeah, what kind of of dogs are they? They're Bichons, Bichon Freeze. I have no idea what kind of dog that is. You just Google them, look them up. B-I-C-H-O-N. B-I-C-H-O-N. Bichon Freeze. Oh, oh, they're like, kind of like poodles. Yes, yes. They usually actually get mistaken for poodles. 
But I think the, the breed has been on the rise. They're just like my, my grandma's favorite dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, like she had the she had two for like twenty years, yeah. Until uh, I guess it was maybe last year, or the year before, and then when they passed on, we got two pups, mm-hmm. and they're now nine months old, and uh, they are they're terrorizing the house. Apparently, when I'm not there, they wreak havoc <laughs> because they were hanging out with my grandmother all the time. And then they somehow, they tried to migrate over to Jackson. And Jackson was like, I ain't doing this. And so they migrated to me. And there was a, a, a talking about the adjustment period. Yeah. They always want to sleep in the bed. Because we haven't trained them to like sleep in their kennels or anything. Yeah. And so there was uh, about a week where I just didn't sleep very much. Because they were like in the bed with me. <laughs> and I felt really self-conscious about moving the most adorable sleeping pups so that I could lay properly in the bed. Yeah. And so there, there was a, it was like, sometimes I would start on the couch and get them to go to sleep there and just ditch my blanket and go sleep in my bed. <laughs> Cause it was like, if they were asleep and I was able to sneak away, they wouldn't know where I went. And so I could just go and sleep and they'd be like, Oh, Oh, still smells like them. Let's just go back to sleep. Ah, <laughs> Like, oh, okay, all right. And so I, I had that figured out for a little while, but I was like, I hate sleeping on the couch. Yeah. And then waking up and going to another bed. It's like, I want to lay in the bed, sleep, and then wake up the next morning. I, I completely understand that. It's like, I this hate- is why I don't think mm-hmm. I could do, like, toddlers. Or, you know, like, if I had a baby, yeah. I, my brain would melt. I mean, if you had a baby, if we're talking, like, infant, you wouldn't have to worry about sleeping uh on the couch because you wouldn't get any sleep exactly i can't function without sleep like i can but in a professional capacity yeah no, i got you. i couldn't i couldn't do it like in my regular life and then do what i do on top of it no i absolutely agree uh one of my coworkers actually uh has a baby right now um oh. and he's losing his mind because he, he's not getting nearly enough sleep as he should yep yep and i, I mean, was like because like yeah. everybody everyone wants babies until they actually get one yep uh and that's why i've always said if i ever like got a kid or like adopted a kid i'd want to get like adopt a kid who was at least like four or five so they're already in that kind of starting to become independent phase ah yeah that's a that's a smart way to do it um, and if I really wanted an independent one, I'd get like a teenager, an adopted yeah. teenager. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, this is why kids wear protection. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, kids. Yep. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I have to worry about having a kid anytime soon. You know, so. I think I think I can. Mm, I don't know if I should tell this story or not. Okay. Mm, yeah, maybe I'll save this for a later time. Let's okay. just say, okay, I'll, 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 I'll give, I'll, you know, I'll do it very vaguely. So there's this uh, person that I used to know, uh, very briefly, who had a very complicated. She's like, she was like 17 when I knew her, and this was maybe six months ago, uh, maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago now. Mm-hmm. It was just, it wasn't somebody that I knew. It was just somebody I sort of. Uh, Worked alongside at a certain point. Gotcha. And she, uh, being 17, you know, was like sort of on the verge. I was like looking at her going, dude, she's like on the verge of graduating high school. And I know she doesn't want to go to college. So she's about to hit basically adulthood. Yeah. And go forth into the world. It's like, I wonder what she's going to do. And flash forward about three months found out that she got pregnant with some guy that she's been seeing on and off for like eight years and decided to settle down. Mm-hmm. And I went, but she's 18. She just turned 18. Yeah. Like that's, that's what she's doing for the rest of her life. Is that, no, I, I, I mean, I guess I, I, saying this, it kind of sounds, I don't know if misogynistic is the right word. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, 
but you could you could do so much before you have children. No, I, I understand. But 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 to just go like ah, I'm an adult now, child. It's like, but that that takes up everything. That's I mean, now what you do. It could very much have been just a circumstantial thing. To be fair, it could no, 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 no. It, it like was a, intentional. They it had was like, intentional. Mm-hmm, and they had like baby photos, not baby photos, like uh, what do you call them? Mm. They took like a they did like a photo shoot, right mm. after they got pregnant. So question, question. Yeah, yeah. Was this down there back at home, or was this somewhere else? This was at an undisclosed town. Uh, okay. In the Austin area. See, because back at home, uh, that's a very common thing I noticed is, mm. uh, well, to be fair, did grow up in a military town. And kind of military mindset is, like, you need to settle down as soon as possible. So you have something to come back home to, pretty much. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, so it could also very much be that, especially if the person that she ended up being with was in the military. Because, like, 90% of the people I went to school with at this point in time, I'm only 24, they've all, most of them have kids or they're married, uh, and they had the kids or got yeah. married by the time they were, like, 21. Uh, yeah. And I was that, like, jeez. has been uh, similar for me. The people that I, like, grew up with, weirdly, all got married to each other. Because it was a, it was a large collection of, you know, I, I, before I've said that I... I uh, wasn't public schooled, but I was a part of multiple groups that, you know, kind of learned together mm. in a weird, I don't even know how you describe it like that, but all of those people, you know, from different families kind of came together, all people of the same age and more or less grew up together from like 12 to 15, 16, 17, 18. But I left halfway through that. My family did, but keeping in contact with them via like Facebook and stuff, they all got married to each other and yeah. had and started having kids like right at 19 right at 20 and and i was over here like okay i'm i'm like 24 <laughs> 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 that plan for me is so far on the horizon i don't okay. even know where it is and these people are like moving on to that stage of their life like that's I wasn't sure if I was terrified, impressed, or, like, scornful. No, I get it. <laughs> I guess my big issue is, like, I don't know how I can do the stuff that I want to do if mm-hmm. I have to have that as 50%, even 50% of the day. Yeah. Is having to do, having to take care of that kind of stuff. No, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's something I've always thought about, too. Like... Uh, I feel like this is something that's a lot more heavily uh, influenced, I guess, for like more or people in more like religious settings um, and also yes. you know, military oh, yeah, settings is that you have to like because one of the things I had to unlearn is that you had to do certain things by a certain point in your life, um, such as yeah. having kids, getting married, having, you know, a career, going to college, stuff like that. Which is mm-hmm. why I ended up going to college immediately after high school. Like, I went straight to university. Uh, and if I could go back and do it again, honestly, I would go back to doing... Or I would do community college and take, like, a year off first. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people do that, like, year of soul-searching thing. That was one thing that a ton of people talked to me about. Yeah. I was like, yeah, maybe you should take a year off and go see the world or something. Yeah, like, unfortunately, yeah, but... <laughs> I, I didn't have the, those people talking to me saying that to me. All oh, people sure. In my ears were saying, you have to go straight to university. Not even mm. like community college, like straight to university as soon as you graduate. Which is why I went straight there and why my freshman year I did so bad. Because it's such a big change for, for somebody coming straight out of high school. Yeah. Even like I was even taking college classes and everything. But it's such a different like it's a culture shock. But um, It is. It is. I mean, I think there's something to be said about uh, maintaining momentum. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of people, uh, I say a lot of people, I'm kind of generalizing because I don't really know too many people that do that, but it's like a, a, a theory in my head, you know, that a lot of people, when they take that gap year between high school and college, decide, oh, I don't need college to do what I want to do. Yeah. And Absolutely. if that hurts them in the long run or helps them in the long run, I don't know. But I saw that 
and had that thought and went, well, I want to keep running these legs and I need to keep the momentum going. Yeah. And then at a certain point, it kind of, the momentum kind of petered out and I took like six months off and then started again and yeah, it took like another six real. months off. Yeah. And then continued again. And that's like, well, and I've taken another six months off and we're starting this again. Let's do, let's finish this shit. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really rough. Uh, and for me, like I was constantly running for most of my school life, to be honest, until college. Mm. Cause, uh, I grew up in tag classes, uh, accelerated learning classes. I think that's what ah, those are. Yeah. So like the people who are supposedly learned at a faster rate than others, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of pressure that comes with that that they don't tell you about or they don't really explain because uh, basically for all of my elementary school I was an A student and then I think fifth grade I got my first B and that destroyed me yeah just getting yeah. a B and then in middle school I got my first C in uh, sixth grade uh, so that kind of hurt me a lot too especially because there's all that pressure to be this A, a B student at that point because mm-hmm. that's what I've been doing for so long that in seventh grade, I had my, <laughs> this is when I learned that I hated history. Uh, this is, that was the first time I ever failed a class. And that kind of just started the spiral of me, quote unquote, becoming a normal student. Uh, because they were like, yeah, no, there's no such thing as tag in high school anymore. Uh, which there hmm. actually was, by the way. They just told me there wasn't. Because I think oh. they were basically saying, you don't fit the criteria anymore. Because wow. most of my friends were in those tag classes. Um, yeah, dude, that's rough. That's yeah. rough. So it just kind of felt like, dang, I feel like such a failure. Uh, so that when I go into college, it's kind of like you go in with this mindset of, all right, it's a fresh start. You can do good. You know, I took, what, five or six college classes and I got those credits. It can't be that bad. Then you get there and mm-hmm. it's nothing like it was in high school. And you're like, what's going on? And then you get that serious burnout that causes you to fail most of your classes. Yeah. Well, in my experience, at least. Um, excuse me. And that's why like, uh, I, I am both ashamed but also unashamed to say that my GPA by the end of my freshman year was a .75 out of .4.0. And yet, you brought that all the way back. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> yeah. No, um, that's a serious accomplishment. It really is. No, and... What's it called? It's only because I was, well, not only able to, I had to take pretty much a whole semester off because my GPA was so low. They were like, yeah, you can't come back to school for a semester. And I was like, what, <laughs> what are you home, talking about? rethink it. No, absolutely. <laughs> they were like, if you're not going to take this seriously, we're not going to keep you here. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. I've never thought those, about it like that. And those eight months that I was gone, I was just kind of like, you know what? This isn't kind of bad, you know, doing this nine to five lifestyle at Walmart. It's awful, mm. but I mean, at least I'm able to make money and kind of make a little living for myself. I help pay rent and everything because yeah. I was living with my uh, my best friend at the time. Um, and so it was just kind of like, this isn't too bad. I kind of wish I could have started with this, but it allowed me to kind of reset and refocus pretty much. Yeah, so then when absolutely. I came back for my sophomore year, uh, for one... Uh, I was like, yeah, at this point, we're definitely a theater major. Uh, I had already met you by that point. Um, I think but, so, yeah. Yeah, because I met you my second semester. That's what it was. Um, but it was just kind of like, uh, I guess, a reality check of, okay, you know, we had some time to actually relax and reset and refresh. Let's get serious about school again. Um And also, just because the things that I was going through at the time kind of finally subsided and I got closure on some things. Mm. So I was able to really focus on school itself instead of being uh, very terribly depressed. But Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But no. It's a bit uh, of a somber note to to end on, but we have hit our... We have hit our quota. Our our hour and and four minutes now. We got to end on a good note. Yeah. The good note uh, is, um, what's it called? Go see Puss in Boots. It's an incredible movie. Absolutely. I need to You will not be disappointed. It has some of the greatest action scenes of all time. Ooh, maybe if Caleb comes up today, we can go see it. Dude, you should. Absolutely. He's contemplating coming up because he's supposed to be doing plans with his siblings, but they're getting on his nerves right now. Uh, Ah, yeah. But, uh, my happy note is, uh, 
just real quick, back to my freshman year, I always look back because on Snapchat it does a thing where it's like, oh, this many years ago today you posted this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll just look back at the things that I had posted because that was my main source of, I guess, therapy at the time. And I would just post on my story and it was really, really bad. It was really rough. And I don't blame people for, for unfollowing me because of it. <laughs> but, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, that spiked really bad. Uh, but the good thing about it is I'm still here. Things do get better in the long run. Uh, you just got to power through um, and be patient and things will get better. Yeah. Because, I mean, I went from having a .75 GPA to graduating with a 3.0. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll be close to follow. Soon. Very soon. Yeah. And then you'll just leave me in the dust. <laughs> I haven't yet, have I? That's fair. That's fair. No, you have not. All right. Uh, well, yeah. That's been j- 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 that's it. That's been today's jittle episode. Woo! Yes. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, I guess we get to figure out what we're gonna do in the next like two weeks. I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yep. Stay tuned. <laughs>